0: in jesus name we pray gracious heavenly father once again we praise you and we thank you for your presence thank you lord for this time as you are going to speak to us lord let the holy spirit of god continue to minister to us edify us encourage us lord let the spirit of love and the unity prevailing among us open our spiritual eyes to know the truth, and also, Lord, spiritual mind to understand the truth and receive the truth as you want us to be. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Once again, it's my privilege to come before you to stand and share God's word. Today, I was led to talk about forget not, the blessings. In Psalm 103, see, before that, why it is that? So there are, when I thought of, there are, uh, in these days, as a believer, for any reason, we always blame the enemy, the Satan, Satan, Satan. And Satan is not coming in front of you with a strange figure physically and he always uses the people. And there are tools Satan uses usually. Started with doubts, hiding truth or lie, fear, discouragement, depressions. And one of the things I wanted to add is forgetfulness. That is lack of memory, or poor memory, or absent absent mindedness. So, usually, the forgetfulness or memory loss were considered as a normal part of aging. I hope you understand. If you tell anybody anything, no, simply they will say, I forgot especially those who are little elderly, they will say it is age factor. That is the very, the the common excuse even the Christian uses to escape from their commitment, from their responsibilities, and from their, uh, whatever you call it. So the Christian life is by sacrifice, commitment, obedience. So there are responsibilities to keep away from the responsibility, Simply we use it, I forgot it. It's my age factor. I'm getting old. Is it not right? Is it not, is it not, the, is it not the truth? Very usually. But if you think about that word, scientifically, what will happen? No. The serious changes take place in the memory. People who have serious changes I- take place in their memory, personality, and behavior may suffer from a disease called dysmenia. So let us not become sick in this situation. Never ever take excuse for of your forgetfulness. We should, be very, should always be conscious. As I read in the beginning, Psalm 103, verse 2. Okay, from 1. Bless that all, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefit. Forget not For all his benefits. We say it is often for our prayer life, but fail to do it. Forget not all his benefits. So, this is the cause for many people or many believers to suffer in these days because we forget the former things. Here, Moses told God's people about six things they should not forget. In the book of Deuteronomy from four to fifteen, if you go through it, there are six things that God is reminding through Moses to his own people. So it is all it is also relevant to our life today. So let us go through it. What are they? Number one, forget not what you were before. It may look strange to you but it is scriptural you should not forget where you were from so in every instance God reminds his people of their Egyptian bondages Deuteronomy fifteen fifteen: you shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt and the Lord your God redeemed you therefore I command you this thing today. This does not mean we must remember our past sins, but our days before bondage, before salvation. It is very much clear, as Paul writes in Ephesian churches, from verse 2, 11 to 13, even from the passports also he says this, But I have taken from 11 to 13. What he says, Therefore, remember that you once Gentiles in the flesh who were called uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands. That at the time you were without Christ being aliens from the Commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world, what are they? We were Gentiles. We were uncircumcised, without Christ. We were aliens. We are strange. We are strange. We were strangers. We have no hope, and we were without God. But now, 13, now in Jesus you were once where far off have been brought near to the blood of Christ. Now we are, by his mercy we are brought close to him. It is because of Christ. Also in First Timothy chapter 1, 13 and 14. Although I was... He was telling about himself. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obey and obtained mercy because I did ignorantly in unbelief. See the acknowledgement. He is telling about the past and also and giving the reason it was ignorantly in unbelief he has did it. Now, 14, he says, The grace of our Lord was exceedingly abundant with faith and love, which are in Christ Jesus. So, dear children of God, have you ever thought about it? Whenever you are going through this situation, what we are today, The degree of love for God depends on degree of realization of our sinfulness. How much you love him, that you should think of, realize yourself what you are. Then only you can consider that, how precious you are in his presence, and how you are blessed. Even Psalm 136, 23 we read, Who remembered us in our lowly state? For his mercy endures forever. Praise God who remembered us in our lowly state. Amen? Have you you thought of you are in the lowly state? It is God who remembered us. Secondly, first of all, you forget, you should not forget not what you were before. Secondly, forget not what God has promised. What God has promised to us. God has made covenants. His covenants are always with a promise. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 23. Take heed to your soul. Be careful. Lest you forget the covenant of the Lord your God which he made with you and make for yourselves a carved image in the form of anything which the Lord your God has forbidden you. So this was the commandment Moses reminded his people to remember or forget not the covenant what God made it. Even when he, with his uh, disciple Jesus Christ also, he promised many things. But to this season, as we are in the length days, what they have forgotten, how they remembered us. That is about uh, his entry to Jerusalem, John 12, 14 to 16. Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it, as it is written. Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, sitting on the donkey's call. His disciples did not understand these things at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written about him and that they had done this. In the beginning, they have not remembered this. They have forgotten. Later on, they remembered. Another example about his resurrection Luke 24, 6 to 8. Luke 24, verse 6. So, angel of the Lord, the, the, uh, when they were searching, for this is his body so the answer is from him he is not here but he is risen remember how he spoke to you when he was still in galilee saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of the sinful men and be crucified And the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Even there are many more examples. Even Acts 11, 15 to 16 also you can see. So recollect God's promises of the past years. Whether it is a personal or as a church. So whenever you are going through any trouble or trials in your life. Remember the promises what God gave you. Where you were from. No one can save us from our sinful life. It is God who saved us. If God has set us free from that kind of bondage of our sin, what else is greater than that which you are facing or which you are going through, which you will going through in your life? So the God is the same. I think and I believe God is speaking to you. It may not be straightforward but if you really spend time and hear God's word and relate yourself where you are, what you are today then this world will speak to you. Whatever the condition you are Whatever the situation you are surrounded with, or whatever the things you are going through in your life, in your family, in your working place, now the word of God is here for you. Remember the past. Remember the promise of God, what God has given to you. Then you will know who you are and where you are. Thirdly, forget not what God has thought. It is not only the promise. There are his teachings. And we have to remember them, what God has taught him. That's what Moses says. Deuteronomy 4, 8 to 10. And what great nation is there that has such a status and a righteous judgment as are in this law which I said before you this day. Only take heed to yourself. And diligently keep yourself. Lest you forget the things your eyes have seen. At last they depart from your heart all the days of your life. And teach them to your children and your grandchildren. Especially, verse 10. Concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb. When the Lord said to me, gather the people to me and I will let them hear my words and they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth and that they may teach their children. It is not only just a promise as a covenant for a better life or a successful life or a victorious life God has taught them something for us to follow. It is not only for us, and it is our responsibility even to teach our children and our grandchildren. First of all, we should remember what God has taught to us, it should be in us. How do we know? We have to read the word. What God has been teaching you on a day-to-day basis. Then you have to teach your own children. Then to your grandchildren. In the Psalm, he says in 119, there are many scriptures he said, I will not forget, forget not. So what he says, verse 16, I will delight myself in your status. I will not forget your word. Verse 61. The cords of the wicked have bound me, but I have not forgotten your love. Verse 83. For I have become like a wineskin in smoke, yet I do not forget your status. Nin- 93. I will never forget your precepts, for by them you have given me life. So the life what we have is from his word. He acknowledges. He will never forget his precepts, his commandments, his teaching. That's why he boldly declares that. So God is very serious about the forgetting of his teaching. He is very much serious about it. You know to what extent? Hosea chapter 4 verse 6. The last part, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also will reject you from being priests for me because you have forgotten the law of your God. The key is the last word, I also will forget your children. If you forget the word of God or His precepts, God said, "I will forget you and also your children." We, as a parents, all the time we are always delighted and interested, or take all the effort to give the best to our children. Doing that is good. That is your responsibility. I have no doubt about it. I am not against it. But at the same time, what the word of God says? Forget not his word. Forget not his precepts. You remember first. And you remind your children. If you don't do it, I will forget you. And I will forget your children too. Do you expect that to happen in your life? In your family? How serious it is you should not forget. Forget not what God has taught you. Fourthly, forget not God's victorious and wonders in your life. Always I used to tell whenever people come to me. Always. It keeps it, it me always uh, feel I am very strong. At the same time, it's encourages because our con- yeah, let me let me go through Deuteronomy chapter seven, verse eighteen and nineteen. What Moses was telling to his people: You shall not be afraid of them, about the enemy, but you shall remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh. And to all Egypt. Verse 19. The great triumphs which your eyes saw, the signs and wonders, the mighty hand and the outstretched arm by which the Lord your God brought you out, so shall the Lord your God do to all the people of whom you are afraid. What is your situation today? What you are afraid of today, you are afraid of the future, or if, are you afraid of the people? Are afraid of what? So in the, as I going through this, there are many things came to my mind. There are many of us. Many times the repeated phrase in the Bible is, "Fear not, fear not, fear not." But at the same way, this is, "Forget not, forget not, forget not." Do not forget. Today is the day to remember. So even the promises you know. So we remember what, we remember what is not necessary. We don't remember what is necessary. Hello? Is it true? Forgive and forget is the basic of a Christian. In that case, we say we forgive, but we'll never forget. We remember those things. But here, the word of God for us is, remember not all these things. Add that also. Whatever you have forgiven, God has forgiven you, but uh, let us, and forgotten all of our sins, he put them all in the depth of the sea. But here it is for as to keep us always alive and also healthy in the presence of God. Okay, here. The scripture says, you should remember the victories and the wonders. You know, you can recollect what has happened to the Israelites from Egypt, how they have come up. So each struggle for you, the each struggle all suffering, will be greater in magnitude and the intensity than the previous one. But we cannot offer to forget the lessons learned in the former. In Psalm 77, 7 to 11, you look at it. Psalm 77, 7 to 11. Will the Lord cast off forever? All the questions, you, it is for you. Will the Lord cast off forever? Will he be favorable no more? As his mercy ceased forever? As his promise failed forevermore? As God forgotten to be gracious? As he in anger shut up his tender mercies? And I said, He says, This is my anguish at last. But I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. Verse 11. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember your wonders of the world. Dear children of God, we should remember Not only our victories and also those of others, other testimonies. This church in this last month, last month, March, in the victory night, we had about 13 testimonies. It is God who did it. Why we share here? First of all, it is for the glory of God. Secondly, to edify one another. So why edifying one another We may go through the same situation so you can say that and believe that, hold on to that testimony saying that if God has done to that person the same way, God will do it to me. First of all, in your life, you have to recollect what are the victories God has done to you. What are the wonders he has done to you? Remember them. For a continuation of one thing, suppose if you started with one thing and you testified, when they are the without the, the things it is it is not even accomplished or finished, in the meantime you become very tired. We give your hope. We are faint. We don't continue to carry on. You are testified in the beginning. You should continue to remember what you are testified in the past. That's why I always I used to say from Baba Bible, the whole Bible is like that. Whether from the Genesis to the revelation, if you look at it, When God said about himself, I am the God of Abraham, then to Isaac, I am the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and and Isaac and Jacob, and it was continued throughout. And the Israelites, whenever they fall, they remember his name and his covenant. They went back to God and uh, confessed before him, saying that you have promised us. It is you who delivered us. You are continuing. Now we have fallen. Now we are suffering. There is no food. There is no water. Then they cried. Then God shown his mercy. If he has not forgotten, if they have not gone, God himself reminded these people. And said, I am the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Did I not deliver you from Egypt? How can you forget it? Whether the children or God himself has reminded them. But what about you? We are following the Bible. It is your life itself, a testimony for your life. For your life, no one can give you a, 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 a definition. From your own life, you will learn. Here, Hebrew 12, 1, there are testimonies. Even the 11th chapter tells about the testimonies. They are the example to us. As a conclusion, twelve one Hebrew 12.1 says, therefore, after telling everybody, as an history, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, say that, so great a cloud of witnesses, the witnesses are there. Who are the witnesses? You and me. We are witness to one another. That's why this place is open for us end of the month, last Monday, to witness to Christ that will edify. As we had a testimony night in the March March, uh, victory night, we believe that there will be many more victory night as a testimony night. Praise God for it. I'll continue to read verse 12, 1, Hebrew. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which is so easily ensnares us and let us run with the endurance the race that is set before us. Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That was my key word to follow Jesus Christ. He is the same Yesterday, today and Forevermore It is not for tomorrow Forevermore Say it to your neighbor Forevermore Forevermore. Say the same thing Jesus Christ is the same Yesterday, today and forevermore As he did with you Or as he was with you in the past He is here with you today. Amen. As He is today with you, He will be with you forever. Amen. He will remind you of all things Amen. what you have learned. The Spirit of God is in you. Amen. 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 Fifthly, forget not how you provoked the Lord. Trials and chase Chester's mind Chester's mind meant Or meant to train To teach And to promote us God chastens us For our betterment God Disciplines us For, ways for our betterment In the same way there are trials Deuteronomy 8 2 to 5 You shall remember the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness. I don't think none of us gone through 40 years of wilderness. Why? To humble you and to test you to know what was in your heart. To see your heart, God has test you, uh, put you into trial. Whether you would keep his commandments or not. It is very clear. No explanation. Why God allowed trials in our life? This is the reason. First of all, God wants us to humble. He tests us what is in our heart. And whether you will keep his commandments or not. Verse 3. So he humbled you allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might make you know that the man shall not live by bread alone but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Your garments did not wear out on you nor did your food swell these 40 years you should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son so the Lord your God chastens you so do not forget the chastisement of God if at all you go through it don't give up God has a purpose in that God has a purpose in your life God is allowing that time for him to intervene your case or even to answer you. God is waiting, delaying, so that that time he prepares you to receive it. Most of the time we are hurry up or rush up in that situation, immediately we give up. When God takes time to answer to our prayers, we don't, because of our impatience, we give up and try for the another. There we fail. So let us give time to God and, uh, that, and uh, God to work in us. Hebrews 12.5 says, And you have forgotten the exhortation, Which he speaks to you as a sons. My son. Do not despise the chastening of the Lord. Nor be discouraged. When you are rebuked by him. Even the Miriam's experience you know. Deuteronomy 24 verse 9. Remember. Moses is telling his people. Remember. What the Lord your God did to Miriam. On the way when you came out of Egypt. Dear children of God, the Lord allows failures and famine, defeats and disappointments, sickness and sorrows, etc. to get our attention. He expects us to come closer with Him and walk with Him. When you keep your distance, God will bear only for some extent. He will not wait or leave you as you want to live far from his sight. When you, without your knowledge, or if you try to go away from his presence, definitely there God chastens us. Ecclesiastes chapter 11 verse 8 But if a man lives many years and rejoices in them all yet let him remember the days of darkness for there will be many all that is coming is vanity. So dear children of God once again it's a reminder for us we should not provoke God and we should always learn to hear his word and learn to come closer with him walk with that's why always we teach it is not the prayer always when you talk about the prayer prayer life it helps us first of all to develop our relationship with god the more you pray the more you come closer with him So it is not only keep us alive or keeping us with him and it is all by love. That love also, it is not just love. The love should be intimate love. The relation should be the intimate love relationship. So we should develop that. Reading and praying together and it will help us Keep us together with him all the days so that we will not go into failures or famines or disappointments or sicknesses in our life. Whenever we go through it, let us remember that. It is God who chastens us to bring us to close with him. Sixthly, and finally, forget not the blesser, because of the blessings. Deuteronomy 6.10. <clears throat> 10 to 12. So it shall be when the Lord your God bring you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build read it carefully houses full of all good things which you did not fill hang out wells which you did not dig vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant when you have eaten and are full then beware Lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of the bondage. What we learn from here, we unconsciously, unconsciously begin to worship our own strength and skill. This is very common among the believers. So we forgot what we have is only by God and for God. What we are today, what we have today, you imagine whatever it is. What you are today, what you have today. First of all, it is your life. Secondly, your things, the possessions. Or your positions, what you are, wherever you are, in your working place, in the church, in the ministry, whatever you are, none of the things you earn or deserve for it. It is God who deserved it and given to us. Full of His mercy and grace. We should remember that. We should not boast oh, this is my skill or my position. Because I did this, I earned this. No. Never. It is God who provided because of his mercy. Deuteronomy 8, 11 and 12. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgment, and his status which I commanded to you. Lest when you are eaten And are full, and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them. seventeen and eighteen says, Then you say in your heart, My power and the and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth, and you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. And he may establish his covenant which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. So what I want to say, even the religious activities or the ceremonials can sometimes make us to forget God in our life. Very commonly, month after month, we come here before this table, keep on, reading the scripture remember remember let's go through this This also 1st Corinthians chapter 11 24 and 25 and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take it this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me say it in remembrance of me 25. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it. Say, in remembrance of me. Why I say this? Whenever we do this, do we really remember what God has done for us? since he knows very well about us we will forget everything in no time that is why it is written remember remember until when he is coming see how beautifully because he is the creator no he created us so he knows what we are and what we will be how we will be that is why it is written do this in remembrance of me then you put together what was happened to israelites when they were left the egypt they started the journey after the passover that passover was remembered and celebrated And before the death of our Lord Jesus Christ, he also conducted the same Passover on that night. After him, this is written for us to follow. So, it is not a ritual. Let us, it should not be a ritual and a ritual followed by everybody. We should remember meaningfully. We should have the sense and we should remember this was done by the Lord for my sin. I was a sinner. I was in bondage. I was a slavery. I was a stranger. but now it is God, the cross, the Christ brought me together. It is the privilege. what I have is by Him. Not by us. We have not earned it. Whether it's the physical or the material or the spiritual? none of the things of our own to climb it it is God who blessed us so let us strengthen our foundation of having God as a center of our life and ministry work also is only next to worship so dear children of God God has spoken to us No, forget not six things It is not very familiar. But these are all the foundation of a Christian for a better and the best life to live on this earth or a successful Christian. As a conclusion, God has provided us two means of reminding us. Number one, our elders, our fathers, our seniors, those who are lived, Christ is an example. Disciples lived. Everything is written. Whether it is in the Old Testament or in the New Testament, they are all the testimony. It is all written for us. Even our own members, own fathers, parents, those who lived, they set an example for us to follow. Deuteronomy 32 verse 7. Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask your father and he will show you. You are elders and they will tell you. This is the scripture. We should ask them first thing. Second is, as the promise came to us, the pastor has given him the the best explanation about it, about the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14 verse 26 Bring it to your remembrance But the Helper The Holy Spirit Whom the Father will send in my name He will teach you all things And bring to your remembrance All things that I said to you That is why Jesus when he was on the earth He said I will send you your Helper He knows very well that you are very much forgetful. That is why He said, I will send you. Though I leave this world, I will send you the helper. He will be with you forever. He will remind you the truth. Though the Holy Spirit of God, He will not remind you the truth from the book But he will remind you what is already in you. That's what he said. So that we should read and memorize the word. When it is all in your memory, the Spirit of God will take from your memory and remind you. If you don't read the Bible, it will be there only. All the words will be in your hand. Nowadays, we don't carry this also. We are putting in your pocket. But, he will not take your gazette uh, and open it and say this, this is the word it is written. No, 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 no. You should read and recollect and record it in your mind. Then the helper will remind you from, the, the, from your memory, this is the word. That will help us to, guide us to our day-to-day life. So, Holy Spirit. We should have the Holy Spirit of God in our life. What shall we render to God for all his benefits? Psalm 16, 12 to 14. What shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits? I will take up the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my woes to the Lord now in the presence of his people. Let us read it together as a commitment. Let us stand to our feet. Psalm 116 verse 13 and 14, let us read it together. Or let us start from 12. What shall I render to the Lord all his benefits towards me I will take up The cup of salvation And call upon the name of the Lord And I will pay my vows to the Lord Now in the presence of all his people Amen? Amen Please take your seat What does it mean? Number one Take up the cup of salvation Means Deepen the fellowship with the Lord We should have Develop your deep fellowship with our God. Call on the Lord. That means increase worship of the Lord. You should worship God much more than ever before in your life in the future. I accept you. Amen. amen. That means you don't understand or you don't agree to what I am saying. That's why always I used to say, pay attention to God's word. Be attentive. Either I am speaking or God is speaking to you. If you are there, you have to say Amen for that. If you are not there or if you are not with me, you will not say, you keep like that only. As if I am telling the story. Once again I repeat it to you. Take up the cup of salvation means, deepen the fellowship with the Lord. Call on the Lord means increase the worship of the Lord. Amen. Pay my woes means fulfill your partnership with the Lord now in the presence of his people. Amen. We are all having a partnership one another and with our God. Amen. This is his family. So we should not forget God's word or his promises the past, what God has done, the wonders, what God has taught us, we should not forget it. If you do so definitely, we will have a very successful life in our life. Let's close our eyes as you are preparing for Lord's table. Quickly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's turn to our Bible to 1st Corinthians chapter 11 from 23 onwards. For I have received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner he also took the cup after the supper, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat the bread and drink the cup to proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner, will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so, let him eat of the bread and the drink of the cup, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, nor discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chosen by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the word. So in this case, once again, it's a reminder for us about the Lord's table. And it is not, it is the ordinance of New Testament churches and it is a commandment. It is not as an option for anyone as a believer. And in this thing, there are three things we should remember. This is a memorial, memorial of the blood of the body of Christ and the blood of the Lord. And secondly, it is a communion as God has commanded us to come together in union and identifying ourselves that we are one among ourselves and one with the Lord. Thirdly, it is a time of proclamation If this we have to do it As often as possible To proclaim What to proclaim? The death of Christ And the return of his Christ It is Jesus Who died for us And to the world And he is going to come That is the message Every one of us To take once again We are Reminded, reminded To proclaim God's word to the world as we come together to take part in this communion. And with it as how it has to be taken, it has to be taken with a reverence. It is not come as a fun, it is not as a routine, it is not as a ritual. We have to come with the fear and the reverence of the Lord. Before that, we should examine ourselves. We should be fully conscious about what we are doing. This is for the children of God, those who are accepted Jesus, Jesus Christ as a Lord and Savior and obey the Lord into waters of baptism, and they are the people. In that case, even those who are accepted, if you have any guilty of sin in you, this is the time for you to examine. If you are convinced in your heart, you are free to come and have it. And also, it has to be done, as I said, with all, uh, all of us, those who are united with the same blood. And this has to be done often, but still we, offer, uh, I, we used to have it once in a month. Remember all these things. So now is the time for you to pray and prepare. Close your eyes, examine yourself. if you have done any unforgiven sin in you, if you have not forgiven anybody, if you have anything against any of your brother or sister, or if you have done anything against God himself, Knowingly or unknowingly, ask the Lord to remind you. Holy Spirit of God is with us. He will definitely remind you. He will not only remind you, He will convict you. If so, confess your sins before the Lord ask of his forgiveness. Ask of his mercy so that you are free to take, come forward to take part in this table. Gracious Heavenly Father, we praise you and thank you for this hour. Thank you for each and every one of us. Thank you for the blood and the wine which kept before us. Lord, we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, and sanctify it as you are going to take part in it, as you have commanded us to do it, yes, Lord, indeed, we are very much privileged and blessed to take part in this table, in this, take part in having the share, the bread and the wine among us. And we believe that and we remember that you died on the cross on our behalf. You have taken all our sins, our iniquities. We are free from the bondage of our sins. And we are blessed to remember that celebration, that freedom, that joy in our life. As an evident, as you are going to take part in this table, Father, bless each and every one of us. Forgive our sins. Cleanse us with the blood of Jesus Christ and make us as the worthy children to take part in this in Jesus precious name we pray Amen. as usual the ushers will help you those who are accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior and obey the Lord into waters of baptism you are, as you are even now convinced or you are confessed your sin if your conscience says that you are ready to take the part in this table you are free to come thank you
1: Praise praise praise. Praise. praise,
0: praise, 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 praise,
1: praise,
0: praise. Praise. Praise,
1: praise. praise.
2: Mighty, mighty God, worship you today. Give you all the praise as we lift our hands to you. Pleasure in our heart, raise our voice to say, Everything, yeah, everything written about you, we sing. At your presence. What a mighty God, reserve. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Everything, yeah. Everything written about you is great. The great demons tremble at your presence. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Everything, yeah. Everything written about you is great. Demons tremble at your prayers. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory hallelujah. hallelujah. Everything, yeah, everything, everything written, written about you is great. You are great. You are great. You are great. You are, you are great Oh you are great You are great You are great You are great Everything written about you is great You are great You are great, you are great. You are great, you are great. You are great. You are Everything great. written about you is great You are great You are great, you are great. You are great. You are great. for the mighty God we serve glory glory hallelujah, glory, glory, hallelujah. everything yes everything, everything written about, about you is great ECE do. worship you today give you all as we lift our hands to you with pleasure in our heart, we raise our voice to say, Everything, yes, everything, everything about you is great. You are great, you are great, you are great, you are great. I love you!
1: God, everything written about him, is great. Turn with me to John 6, John 6, 33. Let's see some of the things that have been written about him. John 6, 33 says, For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven. And gives life to the world. Let's read down to 34 and 35. And they said to him, Lord, give us this bread. Always. 35. And Jesus said to them, I'm the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst." 36. But I said to you, That you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. And 37 says, All that the Father gives me will come to me. And all the one who comes to me, I will by no means cast out. God will not cast you out in Jesus' name. If you read further to 53 and 54, Jesus told us that unless one eats of his body and drink of his blood, he will have no life. If you read 53 and 54. So whoever eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life. That is what I've been written about him. Now you have partake in it. That signify that you have what? Eternal life. You have to walk towards it. You have to fulfill every requirement to have that entire, internal life. We must live a worthy life that reflects the cross of Calvary. The scripture teaches us that through Holy Communion, we connect to Jesus Christ. And that is part of the connection we have connected now. Every month, we are partaking in it. So, brethren, I beseech you, you are partaking this one. On the glorious day, you will partake in it in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us be on our feet. You are going to pray and tell God, Lord, I've partake in your communion. On the last day, Do not let me be cast out in the mighty name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray on the last day. I should not be cast out. i partake in this communion. And you say, whosoever eat from your flesh and blood, we have eternal life. Father, grant me eternal life. Pray, pray unto God that God should grant you eternal life as you have partake in today's holy communion. That God should give you the enablement, the Holy Spirit, the power for you to continue to grow in the right path. For you to continue to move in the right direction so that on the last day, you will not be found wanting in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. We bless your holy name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Thank you, Father, for the gift of your Son. Lord, you have said by the stripe that fell on his back. Our bodies are healed. Father, we are healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Every organ, everything in our system, Lord, we are healed in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray as you step into the new week, the Lord will release his grace and mercy upon you in the mighty name of Jesus. Your glory will shine beyond the of human being in the mighty name of Jesus. Your wounds shall be healed in the mighty name of Jesus. Your infirmity, shall be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Every reproach in your life shall disappear in the mighty name of Jesus. Your tears shall be wiped away in Jesus' name. Even your stolen blessing that will enable you to remember all its benefits shall be restored in multiple multiple fold in the mighty name of Jesus. His blessing of peace will be with you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Almighty God. Lord, this plea for us not to forget all your benefits. Lord, that spirit of gratitude, endow us in the mighty name of Jesus. Wherever we go, whatever we do, let the spirit of gratitude continue to reign in our life in the mighty name of Jesus. This plea to appreciate you for what you are doing, for what you have done, and for what you are going to do. Father, endow us in Jesus' name. Once again, as you step out, the Lord go with you and the Lord be with you. And he make his face shine upon you. And when we meet here next, your testimony shall be full. Thank you, Lord, for your son that you have used for today. Lord, we pray for more anointing in his life in the mighty name of Jesus. Reload him and upgrade him in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Let's share the grace together in fellowship of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Forever and ever. Greet your neighbor.